This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. That's right. Let's get it hour two here on the block. I'm Austin Norman. More importantly, he's Eric Strickland. Had a great uh, basketball-focused first hour. We're going to keep that going here to start this second hour. Talk some NBA playoffs. Specifically, Kevin Durant and his legacy. What is it now? What does it become if Phoenix loses the series? We'll get into that. Bottom of the hour, we'll talk to Steve Sipple before we cross it over with the old school crew and get out of here on your Tuesday. Numbers for you to get into the show, 402-464-5685. Text or call the Sarder Heyman uh, hotline, the Honda of Lincoln uh, hotline. Appreciate you guys tuning in and uh, your engagement throughout the show. Also want to shout out Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Don't check them out today. You'd be disappointed. They're closed. You go back tomorrow, though, you will not be disappointed. Charles and his crew definitely always delivering down there at 27th and Pine Lake. All right, Strick, we're just going to dive right in. Phoenix Suns down 2 nothing. If you look at the series, it's a 1-4 matchup. According to the seed, that's what it should be. Denver's better. They had the first two games at home. They won them both. On the flip side, you have, you know, two of the top three players in the series. If you're Phoenix and Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, yet you're down two nothing. Um, you gave up the whole house, the whole kit and caboodle, mm-hmm. to land Kevin Durant to bring him over to Phoenix. A lot of your young uh, pieces, some uh, draft capital. You gave up, basically, uh, just 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 let him in, and you know took over the crib, mm-hmm. right? When you have that situation, you your expectation is you have a two time MVP, um, scoring champions, you know guys that that gets it done, very efficient, had you know shot over fifty six percent during the regular season. So you're looking at the metrics and you're just saying, okay, an additional guy to take the pressure, alleviate some of the pain off of that, just let. Let Chris Paul do what he do. Uh, you, you secured Aiden. Uh, you were, you were kind of hesitant on that. Uh, it kind of called a rift within the organization at some point. But ultimately, you thought, you know, this this is probably the piece that can get us over the hump. And then he doesn't show. He doesn't show for you. Um, these two games have been very inefficient. Scoring 24 points on 20, I think 27 shots, if, I, if I'm Oof. correct. Uh yes, uh, that's that's 0.89 points per shot. So, <laughs> um, the efficiency is the thing that's killing them. I mean, we haven't seen games like this. It wasn't that the defense was just super staunch, right? We haven't seen games like this since back in the '90s when guys were really getting after you, putting bodies on you, knocking you to the floor, and doing all of that. It was just the inefficiency of the game. Outside of Devin Booker, um. He's been the probably the most consistent piece outside of when he, you know, had a kind of mental breakdown. Everybody say it was a Kardashian curse, <laughs> uh, which it could have been. Is that real? I mean, uh, proof is in the pudding. It looks like. I mean, I mean, there's a thing about if 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 you see a pattern, 
you have to consider is there something in the in the sauce you know what i'm saying uh, but I, I don't know. I can't say that for sure. But that it's sad because now you lose Chris Paul to a growing injury, which, which is another legacy <laughs> issue. Which is another legacy thing. I mean, you have two guys chasing legacies that their, their legacy is going to be cemented. They're going to be Hall of Famers. I mean, that's not that, that's what I'm talking. But but is making the Hall of Fame their legacy? Well, see, that's the thing. Outside of going to Golden State, what you've shown is you've been able to get on the doorstep. But can't break through as the as the main. That's like that's like going to a concert, right? And you are the main show, but the shows before you were actually the ones that stole the show. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't. I'm not going to put a name on a on a specific uh, person who's a singer or an actor or whatever the case may be. But you've seen that happen in acting in movies. You've seen lead actors get shown up by you know uh, just. The supporting cast. Supporting cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody on the supporting cast. And that's that's kind of what this has been. Now, by no means is Steph Curry a supporting cast. Steph Curry is just showing and proving that he's that guy. He was the guy. Uh, you came over and got in. You know what I mean? But he's the guy. This is his team. It was his team. Um, I, I would say you, you, you'd have to look at that in, in, in the early parts with Shaq. Um it was his team, and then I think I want to say 2011. It was passed the torch to the young fella, you know, and it became Dwayne Wade's team. Uh, that was never LeBron James' team. Mm-mm. I don't care what anybody says. No, that was Dwayne wasn't. Wade. When it came down to, you know, it's time to get something done. That's the one that showed up. So, uh, say what you will about it. You can debate me on that. That's cool. But um, the, the, his legacy, I think. Um, it's going to be affected if they if they come up short. Affected how so? I just think that you know people are going to continue to look to the fact that you you ran you ran west to get it. You ran west to get two. Tried to do it you know on your own and and come to find out that you're just not that guy. Not that guy as far you you are you you're a very great player. Not, not, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, but you're just not the guy that's you're Robin. And that's fine, but don't sell yourself as Batman. Right. Again, if Kevin Durant was, you know, okay with being the number two, even a 1B to someone else's 1A, that's fine. But fair or not, we think of Kevin Durant, the basketball player, as a Batman, mm-hmm. as a 1A. When, to your point, he's proven when it comes to crunch time, he's a Robin. Plain and simple, he is. I'm not saying that he's, you know, Robin teams of draft picks or anything, but he's, he's a second fiddle. He was key to Golden State winning those two finals that he was there Facts. for. He was. He played some yeah. small ball five defensively, which, you know, think about five years before. You don't even think about putting Kevin Durant at center. He's not going to hold up. But he did for that series. He had those couple left-wing threes in transition to help Barry Cleveland in those series. Kevin Durant was a big reason why Golden State won those finals. There's a reason they went and got him, right? There's a reason Draymond called him and said, hey, we need you to come here to get back over the hump. Mm-hmm. But think of who was around him. Steph Curry, Draymond Green, yep. Clay Thompson. Yep. Even, you know, Andre Iguodala. That's where I was about to okay. go. Yep, go there. After he, who became that, that Phil Void? Andre Iguodala. Straight up. Straight mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Andre Iguodala was basically MVP-ish 
Not because he's MVP-ish, it's just because that specific role with the other guys doing what they do and such a tremendous focus and having to divert your focus and spread it across and it can't be scouted each game to stop him, him, or him. You got to just figure out that night which one is it going to be. And we got to take that one of them out. But that's what Andre Iguodala did. So it's basically showing that if you look at it, really, Iggy, you. You just got put in to get the championship. That's what it looks like. I'm not saying he's not great. I'm saying it just looks like you got just slotted into a specific spot that happened to fit what we do and do well, and and, uh, you made it happen in that spot. The Warriors won one title pre-Durant. They lose to Cleveland after being up 3-1. They win two with Durant, take a few years off, win another one without him. Two with Kevin Durant, two without Kevin Durant. They needed him for those two. They didn't need him for the other two. That's complicated because Kevin Durant, the basketball player, the talent, the scorer that he is, unassailable record. Mm -hmm. Kevin Durant and his standing on a team, his value and his importance in the playoff, still wildly in question. I think it got really exposed in that series. It it, it was, to me, it was reminiscent of the the Dirk Mm. uh, Golden State series where he literally got punked. Boston Celtics literally took Durant's heart in that Brooklyn's uh, Celtics series. I mean, they literally... Mm-hmm. So, for me, I thought Kevin was going to come back even more, like, emboldened to, like, go grind it out. Like, next-level type emboldenment. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just totally honed in, focused in. I'm Kobe-ish in the way that I'm thinking. I'm Kobe against uh, Pau Gasol. You know, when... when, when you know, they've, they, they've all said it. You know, uh, Dwayne Wade, uh, Braun, all of them, Bosh... They all said Kobe Bryant came into the room. He looked them all in the face and he says, this is the play that they're going to run. And I'm running right through his his chest Mm -hmm. on the the first play to say, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that was going to be Durant after he got his heart taken. I'm not seeing it. Who's the better player, Devin Booker or Kevin Durant? Uh, I mean, right now I've got to say Book. I would say Kevin Durant's the better player, so the Suns need to be his team, but the Suns are clearly not his team. Mm-mm. Not even close. The Warriors were not Kevin Durant's team. Not even close. Even the Nets weren't Kevin Durant's team. Kevin Durant's better than Kyrie Irving. Kevin Durant physically can do more than Steph Curry, just because he's taller, because he has more in his bag in the mid-range and on the block than Steph Curry does. Kevin Durant, based on his skill and his size, every team he plays on should be his. Mm-hmm. Even those Thunder teams. Uh, exactly. He, he Russ made those his yeah, teams. Facts. But again, at some point, you're Kevin Durant. You have to be bold enough to take that step and say, this is my team. I'm the best player on this I've team. I've never seen it. No. I have never seen Not him once. assert himself in that manner. I, I'm going to be honest. Going all the way back to OKC, I have never. Like, <clears throat> there would have been times where I looked at Westbrook and I said, mother... If you don't get me the ball right here when I want it, mm-hmm. there's going to be a problem. Like, I, I never saw that. I, I just always saw him just kind of salt, salt, you know, salt her down to the bench and just kind of sit down and, you know, hope that he got it the next 
Or even <laughs> go, what I saw. even go to Scott Brooks and say, Russ has a look in his eye. He's taking the shot. That can't happen. Sit his butt down. Give me the ball. Game's on the line. Would that cause a rift? Yes, it absolutely yeah. would. Would it have been the right move? Maybe. Because yeah. he's Kevin freaking Durant. Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't act like it. Yeah, I agree. Is that, is that personality? Is that – is he scared? What is it with KD? It, it, it could be. You know, it, it could be. I mean, there are guys that want it, i.e., there's no one that can tell me that Michael Jordan is not the GOAT because when it came down to whatever, whatever the decision that was going to be made, it was going to be in his hands to make, Right. And the good majority of this time, his his clutch numbers are crazy. It's over 50%. Mm-hmm. Like, you're talking about a guy that can put things on his shoulders when he needed to, when he wanted to, if he didn't need to, learned how to work together with the teams that was give, gifted unto him, whether you were terrible. Like, like let's be real. Bill Cartwright and, and uh, Bill Winnington – and those guys are your centers uh, compared to the centers <laughs> of the day now. Let's let's be real. Yeah. Compared to the Elajuans, the Ewings, um, I don't care. You go back to Smiths. You can go all the way down the line. I mean, even to Kimbe Matumbo. I mean, morning. You can just go down the list. Your centers was Bill Winnington, Luke Longley, uh, Cartwright. Cartwright, and uh, you dominated and still made them look great. In the big man era. In the big man era, right? Mm -hmm. So when the shots was needed to make, I'm talking about times when you come, continue to fall short, um, Cleveland and all of those big shots, Utah. I mean, it's all the way he's making the decision. I don't see that with KD. Is that mentality wasting his talent? If you look at the numbers and the points he's put up, it's hard to say he's wasted his talent. But doesn't it feel like there should be another level to KD? I think I think there should have been another level and another few championships, you know, um, with the teams that he's been been with. I, 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 it, now the Achilles the Achilles situation and surgery definitely hindered uh, some of it. Uh, the technology of the day make it tremendously e- not easier but better for you to come back. So I, I don't know. I, I'm 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 lost. I think it's I I think pundits, your Charles Barkleys and the likes, especially those that didn't get one, because Michael Jordan kept them from getting it. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't got to be that the, you know them Barkley and Phoenix teams were phenomenal. Then they tried to throw super teams together like Houston with Olajuwon, Barkley, Pippen, you know Drexler, like Stockton Malone. Come on, bro! Like yeah, he he took it from them. Like he took their heart and took it from mm-hmm. them. I don't see that in him, to be honest. Um, I like what LeBron did. Like, I'm, 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 this is the first time that I probably would say, oh, there's, there's been two times. The Cleveland, the, the one Cleveland year that he had, um, I can't remember the exact year, but when he literally. Would like, it have been the 2007 when he takes when to the finals? Yeah. When, when, when he just literally just was that dominant on both sides of the, mm-hmm. of the, of the, of the uh, court. Now, um. Or are you talking the one against the Warriors? That's the one. Yeah, the one that he the and one. Kyrie won. Yes, yeah, that yeah. one. I, I think he was assertive there, but I, I, I really do like the way that he took the challenge. You know, he looked them square in the eye and basically gave them the bird. Mm-hmm. You know, Dylan Brooks, you, jaw, all y'all can take this and go home and go fish it with this 40-piece chicken wing. Yeah, I like it. 
I can I can handle that. Uh, before we get to Steve Simple, really quick, James Harden <laughs> does James Harden things, but also does new James Harden things. Forty five points, and shock of all shock, Strick, he hit multiple shots, not just one, multiple shots in the mid range from James Harden. Is he evolving? Ooh, <laughs> does he need to? Yeah, we'll get into that one, definitely. Um, I like James Harden, this James, this version, um, because I can see that there's been lessons learned. And, you know, that's what we'll talk about. That we will. Let's get to Steve Sipple here uh, on the other side of this break. We'll talk. Well, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to break it down right now. I think we got just a little bit of time before we can get Steve. Okay, Um, because we might not be able to get to it, especially with the old school crew coming in. Now, (laughs) James Harden, his progressive and learning, um, obviously coming from Oklahoma City. That was one that I thought he could have stayed. But being young, being, you know, still uh, alpha ish and vibrant in your you know, your mental and your psyche that he decides, you know, I'm going to go make my own path. I have no qualms with that whatsoever. I think he's looking, I think he's looking down the board too. And he's looking at Russell Westbrook and, you know, okay, you know, Russ, Russ ain't, you know, you know, there's matchups that I could have had and we could have went on to the, to win these series, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure shots that they, they both took that he's like, wait a minute. Now that, I had I had the best matchup, you know, and just said I need to go and do it myself. Good, made some great runs, got around some great talent. Just could not get over down there in Houston. Mm-hmm. Then goes over and hoped that they would be able to, you know, reconnect and and do some bigger and better things. Just weren't able to play many games. I mean, shoot, it was under like twenty, you know, or something by by the time they finished. And then, you know, now he's with Embiid. Embiid, this is your team. Young talent in Maxi, they're gonna make a decision with that. You know how they gonna pay that bag, and then now he used to get away with so much. And I'll close it out by this: Yes, he used to stick hands out, shoulders out, elbows wide, and he got the benefit of the changes of the rules on the way that they were calling fouls to try to make the game more point, have mm-hmm. more points. And he would trick people more than Luka Doncic and and LeBron James combined, <laughs> and into giving fouls. So they're not they're, they weren't buying into that. They probably had the James. You know, you know how everybody creates rules, the Jordan rules, uh, the new Steph era. You know, they have all these different things. They they probably had rules in the refereeing community for James Harden mm-hmm. as to how to ref him and not give him that bull junk. So he learned. And that's what he showed in this last game, getting into the mid-range, not going too deep, not challenging guys. He's not as athletic as he used to be, you know. Mm-hmm. So all of those things, he's, re, re, you know, revamped his game a little bit. I like this new James Harden version. Uh, got him over the hump last night. Now, can he consistently do that? That's the answer that needs to be, uh, uh, you know, considered. On that point, last thing uh, with James Harden. He steals game one on the road. Virtuoso performance. It was awesome. Do you bring Embiid back for game two, or do you sit and bring him back at home game three? I mean, listen, if I'm Doc, if I'm Doc, you did what you were supposed to do. I mean, that's what we always talk about in playoff playoff basketball. We just need one. Mm-hmm. Getting one shifts, shifts the whole thing back our way. We just need one. So, yes, you would love to go and get two. 
uh, it, 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 you know, definitely alleviates the pressure, but I hate going to get two because then you come home and you're kind of, your mind, your psyche is like, not finish him. You know, it's not, it's, it's not like Mortal Kombat. It, your, your psyche gets relaxed. And then sometimes they come back, get one back from you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I like the one version. I like going into my home version with one and one mm-hmm. so that, you know, this is something we're not giving this back. You get that type of mentality as opposed to just kind of you're relaxed in your psyche. Um, I would rest him if, he, if, if I felt that it was something that um, would benefit us to have a few extra days. Mm-hmm. to rest and get back whatever you know they need to do with him um, and bring him in in game three when we get back home. Game two tomorrow, game three then on Friday uh, in Philadelphia. We'll monitor that. We'll talk about that more as the week goes on, maybe with uh, some NBA guests. Stay tuned later in the week. We'll see what we can get cooked up there. We're going to talk to Musker football with Steve Sipple on the other side.